0: Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 94 of First Frames First. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Green. Um, we got a pretty fun show today. Well, I don't know. We'll see how fun it is. Uh, Maybe we're going to reach down inside of our hearts and and really expose, uh, you know, uh, all of the feelings. Uh, But to help us on our journey, um, we've invited Jeff Stanlick who's one of the managers and uh, uh, registered support workers from here 247ca um in in the um, you know Kitchener Waterloo Cambridge area and so we're really lucky to have him today um, we're gonna give you guys a fable force films update um, we're going to do a little bit of a what you watching um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share what we're spending our money on uh, this month for the month of March but without further ado let's start the show and uh, and and bring in Jeff and Adrian hey guys i'm adrian and i'm jay we run
1: fable forest films right now we're totally independent what's the dream making crazy awesome film and television for the biggest studios
0: this podcast is our journey hooray welcome uh, welcome first of all adrian you're on mute so come on Uh, welcome to the show jeff thank you for being here Can you hear me? Yes, I can
2: hear you. Thank you for having me.
0: Wonderful. Adrian, can you hear me? (laughs) Folks, Adrian's been having a really tough time with his internet and he's on mute right now. I don't know if he can tell. There you go. Oh man, one of these days, Adrian's going to learn how to computer and we're going to be there. How you doing there, buddy?
1: Hi, everybody. And uh, thank you. I'm back. I'm here. Can you hear me? Is this working? My screen's kind of frozen, but, uh, I, you know. Good.
0: Oh, Happy birthday, Adrian. The... Thank you, Vincent. It is Adrian's birthday today. So uh, That's we, right. for your birthday, uh, we got you a counselor. So get ready. <laughs> you. Lay back, thank you. Very much. And, I don't know. Do you, Jeff? Do you have a couch that people lay on in your <laughs> office? Is that how it works still, or no? There's no couch. Oh, okay, fair enough. Just a comfortable you, chair. Uh, Jeff, just tell us nice. if it's inappropriate to joke about things. Okay, um, we will. <laughs> we will. We'll, we'll do our best. Um, can you, Jeff? Before we we get into other bits and pieces of the show, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of about your organization and uh, maybe what credentials you have? That way, you know, we we don't get sued. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right.
2: no, absolutely. And first of all, thank you both for having me on your show. This is this is very exciting, and I I I think it's amazing that you guys are talking about mental health, and um, this is just a a great opportunity. So thank you. Um, yeah, so my name is Jeff Stanlick. I am uh, right now the uh, acting director for services, our regional services. And uh, part of that is our Here 24-7 helpline, as well as our um, impact team that is uh, uh, also uh, that's attached to our police uh, services and, and respond to crisis situations. Um, so I've been with CMHA for, I mean, my 14th year. Um, and I'm a registered social worker, so I have a uh, MSW. And um, we are a large organization. We cross uh, Waterloo, Wellington, so CMHAWW, and uh, so it's a large geography, Guelph and uh, right up to rural Wellington, Kitchener, Waterloo, and Cambridge. So that's yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'd, I'm not sure. Is there anything else that would be of interest? Uh, no, I, in I just.
0: I just I, what I wanted to do was just make sure we we told people uh, that you know a little bit about what you're talking about so you know uh, so we, we we really appreciate um, your time everybody's busy these days so thank you for being on the show and uh, and chatting with us a little bit um, I want it, I want we're gonna dive into the main uh, discussion of the show but first quickly quickly let's just quickly <laughs> quickly, once I find it, have not update.
2: Okay, 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 I'll give you an update.
1: Excellent, Adrian,
0: how how are we doing? What's going on in Fable Forest World today,
1: this week? Good, uh, so just to, just to let everybody know, we are, I'm, I'm in the, you know, I've got 20 more VFX shots that need my attention, and I'm moving through those shots, we also have uh, just delivered uh, a corporate video that will be once again corrected and revised and delivered tomorrow. So that is going out the door. And Jay and I are rehearsing and practicing for pitching. We have a pitch coming up for one of our concepts. And so we are, we're rehearsing, we're actually practicing like a script and so we're pushing it out there. So we're really excited about that. And yes, we, uh, that's about it.
0: We practiced pitching last night. How well did it go, would you say?
1: I was actually very impressed with the way that we were able to start flowing. I think that we're just new to this whole game. So as soon as we start getting into the flow of things, I think we, could, we have the potential to, to get better at it. Let's put it that way.
0: Good. I like, I like that that's what you had to say. Would you like me to show people the video of our first pitch attempt?
1: No. That should okay. probably <laughs> can you burn video? Can you yeah, build I can. it? 100%. I'm going to set the computer on fire after this show. <laughs> that's good. Throw uh, that away.
0: Yes. So that's what we've been working on. So it's been, it's been a, a good time for those of you who are familiar with the Postman concept. We like to bring it up again and pitch it. Um, we pitched it to um, uh, uh, the the impact program, maybe I don't know, four or five months ago, and mm-hmm. we're getting the opportunity to pitch it again this weekend. So we're pretty excited about, about bringing that up. Um, and uh, yeah, um, so,
1: um, Adrian, do you want to? Well, the next part of our segment is now we're going to start chatting to Jeff. We're going to dive into the, the, the main bit of our segment. And um, the reason that we, we, we got interested in this is because we both kind of had little wobbles if I could call it that. We just both looked at each other and realized that we were each having a go, we were going through something. And um, as it relates to a creative field, we thought maybe this was something we should talk about a little bit. And so thank you, Jeff, once again, for being on the show. And uh, let's get into the main segment.
2: Oh, tiny baby.
1: Yes. <laughs> Now, now, so that is listen. Although it's say, kind of tongue in cheek, this is serious.
0: W- w- is that what you call folks that call into the helpline for support? I assume not. <laughs> I no, that's not. what no, we Okay, call it. good, good. We that's what we're calling ourselves. Okay, but um, Adrian, why don't you kick us off Fair with enough. just kind of where where we're at and and what we want to talk to Jeff
1: about today so so we're just from our perspective we were just looking at uh people that were engaging in a creative endeavor they were trying to do something significant creatively and as they were surging towards this goal that they had set i mean often you're getting caught and it becomes very difficult and things get and people get stuck and they can often really get down on themselves and this was the trap that we were finding ourselves we want to do this thing it's maybe not going the way that we would like and your your legs and your arms just get heavy you you really need to go for walks around to kind of breathe and calm down and tell yourself that everything's going to be okay okay even when you feel like it's not going to be okay so yeah what i what
0: what i'd like to ask is people throw the word depression around a lot you know and and so we we might say like we're we're in depressed state or we're in a bad place or whatever but can you can you give us a little bit uh uh of Let's say the real terminology of depression is there. There, there is there a spectrum, and kind of how do pe- different people fit on it?
2: Yeah, so uh, absolutely, um, depression is very common, and it exists on a continuum, right? And and so people might uh, experience, and I think at at some level, everyone has experienced a a form of a situational um, depression, and and so on that continuum, there you have the situational depression, and then it on the other side is really the clinical depression piece. And and, and it could vary in terms of um, sadness or hopelessness, uh, despair. And um, with clinical depression, it's more than a passing uh, um, unhappiness or a low mood and and it could seriously affect somebody's uh, daily life and, and how they function uh, day to day. Um, so it, it, it's common, but uh, it can also be a you know major depression or clinical depression, a um, a serious mood disorder. That's like I say, that's a beyond unhappiness and and people will often feel sad, empty, irritable for long periods. Um, it can it can cause changes in the body, so sleep problems or appetite problems and changes in the uh, mind as well. So, be troubles concentrating and and and. To determine kind of where on that continuum, it really depends on the impact it has
0: on somebody's daily life. So how would you say um, for, I suppose, let's let's bring it back to kind of uh, the discussion that we had last week. And thanks very much for watching the episode. Um, so kind of we we talked about um, a couple of different examples Um with myself and, and then also with Adrian, can we talk about how a person can recognize that they're in a bad mental state when they're in it? Like what, what's the best way to um, that way you, you, you try not to go too far down the road. Like, are there, are there some, I don't want to say tips and tricks, but are there methods that you can use to kind of remind yourself where you're Yeah, So
2: absolutely. And I, I think it's important to, to recognize those signs, both for ourselves and and for people that we know, right, like our family and our friends. Um, I also, again, just I, you know, I did have that opportunity to watch your show last week, and um, and thank you both. I I appreciate you're both vulnerable with your own experiences, and I I think that it's it's uh, opportunities like this that that help others, right? And and talking about it, and specifically as as men men typically don't talk about these things as much as women. Um, perhaps. And so when we're looking at some of the, the things to look for, um, it could be, and, and again, um, being on a spectrum or, or on a continuum, it's the, the sadness throughout the day or um, losing interest in uh, things that we would typically enjoy, uh, our favorite activities, right? Um, feeling worthless, um, excessive or inappropriate guilt, um, thoughts of death or suicide, troubles uh, making decisions or difficulty with concentrating, feelings of irritability. Now, I, I mean, at, at times I think we've all felt irritable <laughs> or have had troubles making decisions and, and um, have, have felt guilty or have lacked energy or, or sleep. In, or in, in, in some case,
0: way. has felt worthless. Or, or has had internet problems. Um, yeah as well right? So, um, so, it's no it's no fun making a joke when the guy doesn't hear it you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> that's right there you go um so
2: yeah fatigue lack of energy uh, it could be people are sleeping too much or they're not sleeping um, enough uh, change of appetite um there's a there's an interesting video on uh CAMH on their website around depression and they have a some excellent resources there and in in preparing for tonight's conversation I just I I reviewed some of those uh, some of those pieces and I watched a video that interviewed people who are struggling with uh, depression and 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 when they were asked about what it all started with uh, they mentioned that it started with their uh, a relationship breakup or uh, a loss of a loved one, and and loss is something that um, that can certainly have a, a profound impact on on people. Um, relationship breakup could also be a personal relationship, or it could be uh, that a uh, a family relationship that that's uh, that's ended, whether it's parents or or a um, um, a connection of a, a sibling, whatever that looks like, and right. uh, school struggles um traumatic experiences can it was another one that people talked about as being uh, kind of where it all started for them
0: i think i think what one of the a couple of things that you're you're getting at which is just the the breadth of the problem right because it can um it can start anywhere almost like a, a lot of different events and it can take uh, the form of really any end of the spectrum. Like you said, not sleeping or sleeping too much, not eating or eating too much. So basically, you know, if you're starting to feel not normal on any one side or the other, you know, you, it, things to keep keep an eye out for.
2: Yeah, and, and, and the other part of the video I think that's important to, to uh, make mention of is that people, they got to a realization that, you know, they'd say, I'm not alone. And, and that was comforting and reassuring to them to know that, that others are struggling, right? And uh, someone else said, Listen, like I've got my dogs who need me, and they're happy to see me. And, and that's, that keeps me going. And I've got a great network of friends, uh, family, knowing that people are out there that can help. Um, mm-hmm. and, and one person was, I mean, their comment was quite uh, significant. They said, Listen, like I'm still standing. And despite everything I've, I've been going through and what I've gone through, I'm still standing and and that gets me through and and brings me
0: uh, forward. Yeah, for sure. Um, How, how do you diagnose somebody with, with depression and how do you treat them normally? Or is there a normal? Is it a case by case basis? And can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, for sure, and, and it is very much a case by case. The only ones who really can can give a, uh, a diagnosis is a physician, um, especially a psychiatrist can give a, a more um, a- accurate assessment and, and diagnosis. Um, and and it really looks at the persistence of um, of those. Uh, signs that we kind of talked about right how much it's uh, impacting somebody's ability to function every day mm-hmm. um, and and it you know is it is it something that is um, reoccurring uh, week to week um, there's there's a, you know we look at family history as a uh, as an assessment of uh, somebody's risk factor for for depression. Um, their life circumstances. So it really is case by case, um, and and one thing I think that <clears throat> is really important to to mention is that uh, depression is both it's common and it's treatable, um, and it's not a sign of weakness to to reach out and and to have that conversation with uh, with somebody, and and certainly you know that could be a doctor to to begin that conversation with. It definitely um,
1: it go ahead Adrian. Welcome back. Sorry, just thank you very much. Just uh, to ask a quick question, does it affect people of different ages differently? So or or sexes or like is there is there some is it more prevalent in different di- demographics of society?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, depression usually is diagnosed and, and recognized typically at a, a, at a young age, um, well, as a teenager, um, um, late teens and into the 20s and 30s is usually when it manifests, but it, it, can, it can be at any time, right? So it's not isolated to a particular um, uh, age. It is more commonly diagnosed uh, in women um though it doesn't like I say it doesn't discriminate um and and family history uh, like I say if there's a a parent or grandparent or somebody in the family who's had a history of depression or mental health uh, concern diagnosis then uh, that could really uh, add to, to somebody's uh, situation um genetics and and life circumstances so, uh, you look at marginalized communities as well so people who are struggling whether it's in poverty or if they're not working um if their situation is such that they're not functioning every day and they can't work um or they they can't they begin to isolate right somebody might begin to isolate and um so i i don't know that i actually answered that question um
0: fully but uh maybe that's a, a little bit of a start there what what about um and I don't know if you can say you know we see this or we see that, but you kind of talked a little bit about clinical depression versus situational depression, and w- because of the nature of our show, um, you know, what do you guys see in, or do you guys see some something uh, prevalent in the artist community or people that are trying to um, do something in the in the creative space?
2: Like, right. You know, Yes. <laughs> well, no, I I, I mean it's uh, depression has it's unique, right? And it's unique to every to many groups. Um, when when we look at signs and and uh, things to signs to look for, it's um, you know it can it can come out as physical signs, behavioral signs, emotional, perceptual, cognitive, um, and and I mean I think that people who are um, and and you asked around people who are in in your business, right? And um, and maybe maybe if you can give a sense of what some of the unique pieces or aspects are to that uh, that group, that might help me answer that question a bit better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I suppose it, I, I'm thinking of entrepreneurs or artists or people that are trying to um let's say step away from the normal 9 to 5 um not to say that the 9 to 5 doesn't um present all of its own uh issues and situational uh, problems as well um but the the people that are um trying to create um mm-hmm. and 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 uh do you find that you know, those people tend to be, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm more in, in touch with their emotional side or, um, uh, you know, wear their hearts on their sleeves a little bit more or easily, more easily bruised, um, so to speak.
2: Um, yeah, you know what, the artistic side and, and things like that, I mean, that's a, that's actually a very helpful outlet for folks that, that might be struggling with, with depression or, or some mm-hmm. form of a mental health concern and and people find comfort and relief in whether it's um you know in their creativity if it's music or uh, um or any form of kind of art or um interest in hobbies um i mean i think it's about staying true to to who you are right not giving up on what it is that that gives you um a joy and I mean, I think it's important for for that group to stay connected with with like minded individuals, right? And 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 sharing those experiences. Um, I, so I, again, it's it's not depression is doesn't target a particular group, right? It's um, it doesn't discriminate. Many people th- may think that um, it's it is a certain group. Uh, some people have. Uh, um, a higher risk of, of struggling with their mental health. And it could be from, uh, those marginalized groups, whether they've experienced, uh, traumas or indigenous communities or, um, uh, people who are struggling in poverty. Um, so it doesn't discriminate. And, and we, we see people who are uh, famous and, and in the news who who struggle as well so it it does touch everybody at some at some level
0: dave uh one of our watchers uh dave just asked um you had mentioned that uh there tends to be more diagnosis for women than men he's wondering if that's because men don't share as much
2: yeah it, it could be i think that there's there's a, there's a few reasons for that this is a great question and i mean when we look at why women may be diagnosed more with depression? Um, there are there are some other factors involved um, that are that are perhaps more unique to um, to women, and I I did actually uh, make a list of them because I knew that I I wouldn't uh, remember them. Um, so let me just uh, let me just pull that list up here. Um, so small a small number of women who have depression. It could be related to premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is a um, which is related to a small group um, of of women that's specific to to, to women. Uh, pregnancy and, and postpartum depression, um, of course, with with women is a is a common um, experience. Uh, menopause uh, trauma women are uh, far more likely to experience uh, sexual abuse as uh, you know at some point in their life and that traumatic experience could could lead to um, a, a form of depression uh, women are also more likely to live in poverty poverty when compared to men um, so there there are many reasons and I and I would agree I think that um, many, Men who do struggle with depression um, don't necessarily reach out, and and I think that's also a contributor, a fair assumption and contributor to it.
0: But the women do have a lot of additional items, Dave. So come on,
1: yes, nice to hear, video. what? Hi, Carrie. <laughs> Uh, so uh, hopefully you guys can hear me but i will just throw a question okay. in there um w- w- can you talk about some of the tr- can you can you talk about some of the treatments that people can undergo when they become diagnosed with a particular kind of depression
0: and let right. me add a piece let me add a piece to that too um if we're talking about you know more of the situational depression and not you know you're not going on to like medication or whatever what are some of the treatments for um you know Situational depression as well.
2: Yeah. So why don't I start with a bit of an analogy that I think uh, many can relate with, and um, I mean, if you're like most people, you've you probably have a car, and and I think that we've all had one car or another that that was a um, a bit of a makeshift car that we all MacGyvered to to some degree, and uh, for me it was a, a 1989. Mazda B 2200 truck, you know, you'd have a coat hanger holding together the exhaust or whatever. And, but anyway, if we think about our, a car and we fill it up with gas, we change the oil, make sure the brakes are good. We put on some winter tires, maybe even take it through the car wash and all the things that we do to keep it on the road, right. To prevent a breakdown. Um, And, and it's important uh, to take care of your car to get the most out of it. Right. So as, as as humans, we we work in the same way. So in order to to get the most out of ourselves, it's important for us to uh, to engage in the ongoing uh, self-care. And that could include, um, you know, things like watching your favorite, uh, favorite shows, relaxing, setting goals, um, enjoying hobbies. I assume
0: people's favorite show is The Art of Eight Limbs, now streaming on Belfast TV1. <laughs> <That's> absolutely <funny. laughs> and 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 it could be that
2: you know that's that that could be a, a great uh way to cope and 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 uh, prevent yourself from spiraling downwards right um and actually on your previous show I, I i'm putting that talk- on the poster jeff yeah yeah on your previous show i heard you talk about all of the the series that you're watching uh, particularly uh jason jay i heard you talk about that which is pretty cool um so um, yeah, and I think that uh, so when you ask about ways uh, and treatment, it, it's that's that's a bit of the preventative piece, right? Like taking care of ourselves, mm-hmm. making sure that we're we're staying healthy, that we're we're e- we're eating well, we're we're sleeping well, um, getting physical activity. And uh, mm-hmm. Adrian, I know you talked about going for that walk, right? And that walk mm-hmm. sounded like it was a very um, uh, kind of important piece to to your processing yeah. of those uh, of that experience for you, right? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 so those are I, I mean there's always uh, counseling and and mm-hmm. medication on the clinical end right yeah. um and I think it's important for for people to know that that's part of it. and um that's part of the 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 continuum, but there's also, um, those other pieces, right? Um, and yeah. and, and
1: another I, thing, I, yeah. I, I would love to hear you elaborate just a little bit on. Uh, you said goal setting was it was a way was one of the the ways that people can you know kind of climb out of uh, the the feelings that they're having. Can you talk a little bit to that? Because I will say that straight out of that walk came myself sitting down and establishing a new set of goals for myself. And it was all part of the process. Uh, And could you just elaborate a little bit on that?
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that uh, goal setting is important. And um, to, to feel that sense of accomplishment is huge, right? And I think that when we're when we're feeling down and and we're feeling overwhelmed, it's easy to um, and I know you talked about procrastinate, right? It's easy to procrastinate and just to kind of shut down, sit in front of the TV, and and feel as though you're not motivated. Um, sometimes goal setting can can be you know it could be small goals, and and they need to be realistic and they need to be achievable um, because you also don't want to set yourself up for failure. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: but, uh, my goals for today was to uh, create the, uh, happy birthday, uh, post for Adrian completed. So I'm feeling pretty good today. Thank you. (laughs) Happy birthday, Adrian. I hope that uh, the day has been good for you.
1: Yes, it has. Do you know what I got? I got to say though, I was excited for, for my birthday up until 1159 and then the day happened, and all of a sudden, I was like, why am I all slouchy today? I should be excited and happy, but I just kind of dragged myself around the day. It was a good day, but the birthdays go from being the best day of the year. As you get older, <laughs> it slowly moves to being the worst day of the year for you, so I don't know what's happening. I'm in the middle there.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, today's another significant day, and, and it's that anniversary, right, of, right. Uh, of COVID and the pandemic. Um, we've we've also uh, recognized and acknowledged that in in our fields because it's uh, uh, this past year has weighed heavy heavy on people. So
1: that's right. Have you? I mean, obviously, I assume that you guys have seen an uptake in uh, depression with COVID. Um, what kinds of things are, are you guys dealing with at the moment with the pandemic? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so we, we have seen an increase for sure in, in people who are calling, which, you know, I, I also think is a good thing. People are 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 reaching out for help, then they're reaching out for support. Um one of it's the isolation piece has really been a hard thing for mm-hmm. folks. And 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 especially seniors, too, right? like every every age group have their unique challenges throughout all of this. and mm-hmm. and 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 that isolation is is quite significant. Um I think we've seen a increase in complexity, right? of people's presentation. So where somebody may have presented um, yeah, so if you if I were to kind of share an example of somebody right, who might be struggling and, um, so they, they may be at, at home one night and, and uh, experiencing a lot of stress and they may have just lost their job. Um, they might have some relationship difficulties and financial strain. Um, at times, people find that their their mind is at its worst in, in the nighttime and, uh, and that's when they find they can't sleep. They uh, might turn to a, a glass of, of a wine or a beer and it might, it, you know, accumulate to more. And and that's when that's when we we hear from people as well, and and fortunately, um, we are hearing from folks that that might be feeling isolated and struggling, um, and and there are resources and there are ways to to access support. Um, sometimes it's about having somebody to to talk to in that mm-hmm. moment and and to offload some of that that stress because we we don't always want to. Do that with with the people that were closest to you, either. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's right. Sometimes you, you 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 don't. It it's easier to share that kind of thing with someone who's a stranger rather than the person who's sitting right next to you. Yeah, it can so, be. I'm just-
0: I'm just going to, I'm going to do a little bit of a shout out just because, I mean, we're we're live, we're on video, but just in case there's, there are some people that are listening to the show. So I'll just mention um, that Jeff's provided his, uh, a link to his website. So if you, if you do feel like you need to connect to an addiction or mental health crisis support worker, um, the link for, his, for the website is uh, here247.ca. So H-E-R-E c a and Jeff, you mentioned as well there was a phone number uh, that people could call. Do you happen to know it off the top of your
2: yeah there yeah, no, absolutely. So the telephone I always double check it though, right? Because I don't want to be given good, a good phone idea. number. So I always pull it up when I convey what it is. So it's um it's 3247 Uh one eight four four here twenty-four seven.
0: Okay, that's great. And we will put we will put the links and the number in the show notes as well um, for people that are listening or checking it out later. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah,
1: yeah thank yeah, you so absolutely. much, Jeff. You, you, you must have some really tough days in the office. You must also have some really rewarding days in the office. Um, I, I mean, thank you very much for being there, for taking these calls because it's really important. I mean, I, I just imagine the picture you were painting of that individual, you know, when they're calling you, they need to talk to someone, you know. So I don't know. Thank you very much for being there, for being on the other side of the line. I mean, it's really important.
2: We we have a we have a great um, complement of staff, right, that are on those uh, ready to take those calls and 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 they're they're coming to work every day, uh, supporting folks and and it's important. And I think that we, uh, we all just, we need to support each other, right? And um, sometimes, uh, you know, like we mentioned, it's, it's nice to be able to call somebody who's maybe not as close to us as, as we'd like uh, to share that information with.
1: All right. So before we, before we jump out of this, uh, before we jump out of the main segment, um, I would love to just have you recap some techniques that people should try if they are feeling down, if you're feeling down in the dumps, obviously you've got the number, you have the website, you can call. But what are some other things people can try just on their own if they find themselves wandering, down, you know, getting heavier with depression? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, so uh, I, I mean, it's a it's a it's a continuum, right? But ask for help. There's no there's no shame in asking for help. And, and it's, it's common and it's treatable, right? And uh, there's our, there are supports available for folks. Um, it's, you know, some things that we can do is stay physically active. Um, physical activity helps to relieve tension and clear the mind, uh, ease stress and, and increase energy. Um, eating well and, and sleeping, sleeping well, maintaining a routine. Um, spending time outdoors has a has a huge benefit um sunshine and fresh air can be calming right mm-hmm. um and then one one more piece i would uh mention is just the limiting that uh, alcohol and substance use you know when we're when we're feeling down and while it might help in the moment it's uh, can certainly uh become more of a problem uh, later on so uh yeah so those are just some some ways of um kind of i think you you mentioned last week that That loop. I I kind of I liked how you described it. A a negative loop, I think, is what
0: you had mentioned. Yeah, negative thought loop,
2: yeah. Or a negative thought Mm -hmm.
0: loop. So yeah. Well, thank thanks for thanks for the tips on and and you know what? The great thing is this shouldn't be a surprise to most people, right? Stay stay fit, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. eat well, try to get outside and get some fresh air and and you know, when you're in the thick of it. Just take a break, right? Do something that you really enjoy. Um, take a breather and and get some fresh air and be careful with the substances.
2: One more thing I would add, no. and you, you, you talked about, I don't know if you have time, but I just want to add one more thing is that negative self-talk, sometimes we mm-hmm. are our worst enemies, right? And we begin right. to, to to get into this pattern of negative talk and we're the hardest on ourselves, Right. And, and that's an important piece to, to recognize and, and sometimes give it a little bit of attention, but then be done with it, right? And, and that, that can be a, um, a way to really um, stop that negative uh, uh, thought loop.
1: Yeah, because you really can, it really can be aggressive. You can get really mean with yourself inside your head. And absolutely, you, you got to, yeah, for, for my one, you know, that walk that I went on, you got to walk through through the emotion until you start calming down and you can start thinking rationally again. Because while you're in that enraged or like that emotional state, just the things that you're saying to yourself can be really atrocious so it can be yeah make sure that
0: it's your friends that are your worst enemy not you (laughs) and not yourself let your let your friends put you down the way it's meant to be yeah you know because they'll be easier on you than you will on yourself that's right that's right that's a good point yeah yeah um okay well thanks thanks so much jeff we're going to include you uh in in the rest of our show here so I, i think it's time to get a little bit lighter and and talk about what we're what we're watching this week All right, let me let me start this week. Uh, I just wanted to say, last night Lex and I we've been watching westerns. We've been watching cowboy movies because my youngest son and I are starting to work on. I know I, know I shouldn't be starting another project, but we're just kind of we're just kind of kicking the tires and working away at it, at, at it while we can. But we're writing a western, and so we've been watching lots of old westerns to kind of make sure that we just fill our Western chock block full of the uh, subtle nuances of, uh, you know, like the... the, the, all, the, the dust all the tropes of the, of the genre. Of, that's right, exactly. So we watched this movie last night called Chato's Land, uh, and Chato was an engine. Man, I tell you, those movies back in the day were were a little racisty. Um, but it was Charles, uh, not Charlton Heston, uh, Charles Bronson, John Wayne, John and, and no J- Charles Bronson and Jack Palance. If you know, if you remember Jack Palance, who was in uh, most of our generation knows him from city slickers, um, and he was like, there's the one thing, Billy Crystal. But anyways, uh, so we watched this old Western where um, there was this asshole, he got shot in a bar uh, and then everybody formed a posse to try to go get the guy that killed their asshole buddy and he just rode them out through the wilderness and like picked them off one at a time you know while he was like doing his whole you know living off the land thing it was it was pretty great so we enjoyed an old super old timey western I'll tell you the way that film used to look it just it's magical nobody makes Beautiful. movies like that it anymore is. you know it's it's so yeah blurry you know not Rich. crisp at all yeah there's no there's nice. no 4k it's just like um, dusty and wonderful how, how about you jeff what yeah do
2: you are you a tv guy are you a movie guy do you well it's funny you ask i have a five-year-old and i have a three-year-old so my tv looks ah. very different
1: than your tv so is that <laughs> you like
0: adrian? exactly like well, adrian's yeah
1: yeah that's exactly that, jeff that yeah. is exactly the same why don't you tell me what you're watching and we'll compare notes
0: Oh. are you watching Lord. american gods like yeah. adrian is with his kids
2: Yeah, just lots of kids programming, I'm telling you. And sometimes that's kind of nice too.
1: Can I I give you a suggestion for a very lovely, excellent show? Uh, I'm going to give you two suggestions. One of them is a show on Disney Plus called Bluey. Now, Bluey is an Australian show, and they actually won Emmys. And it's just beautiful. It not only teaches kids, and it's just a cartoon, it's kind of in the same vein as Peppa Pig, but the animation's a lot better. And it, it just is, um, it teaches kids how to play, and it teaches adults how to be good parents. It's oh, nice. it's excellent. Bluey? Yeah, and then yeah. I would say, a, a, a Bluey, yeah, Bluey. And then I would say Avatar, The Last Airbender's on Netflix, and I'll tell you, it's a show that all of us can enjoy. The five year old, the three year old, me, and then my wife sits there. She doesn't enjoy it, but she sits there because she has to. And we're watching uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Perfect. The cartoon. The cartoon.
0: Yes. Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh well. Okay, Jeff, but what what's your, so that's your I, I would also movie. just
1: like to say one last
2: yeah.
0: Shh, Adrian shh. Jeff what's your favorite kids cartoon what 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 kids cartoon do you enjoy the most oh boy well my daughter's into the peppa pig i'm not
2: a huge fan myself must say uh, my my son has discovered uh number blocks and it, it, it's on netflix and i'm telling you at 5 years old he's now doing multiplication division um he is just excelling with with math and and so Come is my on. daughter now now they're on to alpha blocks Number blocks is good. We've mastered
0: that. Alpha blocks is next.
1: Nice. I'm writing these down because I need to work on my multiplications also. Adrian, how about you? So, so I, I just recently finished the book by Kevin Smith, and it's a, a book called Silent Bob Speaks. And uh, I'd just like to say, so Kevin Smith, he made uh, Clerks, he made Dogma, he made Chasing Amy, and uh, a host of other films. Um He's known as a sort of an indie filmmaker, although he's only made one indie film. And reading his book, I I was looking, I'm always looking for new information. I'm always looking to learn something. I did not learn anything from this, but it was thoroughly entertaining. And that's, I'm sure that's what he was going for. It has zero (laughs) cool, (laughs) like new information about what the film industry is, is really. It's just him having fun behind the keys being Kevin Smith, which is pretty entertaining. I really did enjoy it. That's what I'm reading. Yeah. All right. So the next uh, let let me let me say the next section of the show. This is where once a month we give $25 to a needy cause or uh, some kind of art uh, organization or something along those lines. This month was Jason's turn to pick the organization. So Jason is making it rain. Very good, J- I'm, Jason. I'm still, who I'm, did I'm you donate waiting. five dollars so, to?
0: Uh, I I this most no, first of all is twenty five bucks, and this is a very a worthy cause. That number one very artsy fartsy, and number two really need the bucks this year. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up online here. Here we go. Uh, there we go. So uh, this this week uh, or this month we donated to the Stratford Festival. Um, so I, it was great. It was really good timing. Uh, last week, um, when I forgot to give some of our money away to a needy cause, I actually got a phone call from the Stratford festival because, uh, my wife and I every year for the last five have taken the boys to see a Shakespeare play, um, during the Stratford festival. So they called us up and they were like, Hey, we're really hurting this year, right? Like they run Their whole festival off of donations and people's tickets they don't get a lot of um you know they get grants from the public and whatnot they don't rely on the government too much Um, so they uh, let let us know that uh, they have their raising the tent um, donation kind of drive where they're gonna try to uh, raise a bunch of money to have the Stratford festival in a new fashion under tents during the summer uh this year so hopefully they had to cancel their entire uh, year last year so hopefully they're going to be able to bring back uh something in a limited capacity so um i didn't sign up for buy tickets this year uh, i doubt um uh, that we will i don't know but that's where we that's where we tossed our money this year so if you guys love the stratford festival if you've been um Think about donating a couple of bucks to them. Um, if you haven't been to the Stratford Festival, they've got a bunch of stuff that you can you can um, rent online. Like you can watch Stratford at home. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have done any like concerts or plays online uh, during the pandemic, but um, they have a bunch. Um, my wife actually watched the Josh Groban concert, the Valentine's Day concert. Uh, Online, we Mm. we bought it. We put the couch down here, had it on the big screen with the music, and she loved it. Um, So you gotta you gotta think of new things to do when you're stuck at home. Um, So that's where our money went uh, this week, this month rather. Um, So
1: pretty pretty. It was all right. uh, And now uh, for uh, the final. Good, now for the final segment, we would like to know Jeff your desert island movies. If desert you were island. stuck on a desert island and you could only take three movies or three TV shows with you, what would they be? This segment is Desert Island Movies.
2: Desert Island Movies. Holy cow! I, I haven't even thought about movies to be honest, in in a very long time. Um, I I loved watching the, You're Goonies. On the wrong Show, Jeff. The Goonies. The, uh, the Goonies. That was that was a, a favorite um gosh what else i don't know maybe maybe you guys can
1: help me out with uh with one you would choose yep desert island movies well tell, tell us this do you remember that do you remember the last movie that you went to go see in the cinema mm. i think it was frozen <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm just being honest
0: that is a good one.
1: No, that was yeah. a good
2: one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't frozen too. She has to like uh, spritz some ice too. to get out of the water, right? Uh, get off the island. So, I mean, maybe that's an appropriate uh, uh, desert island movie for you. Um, what was the first movie now, Jeff- that you remember seeing in the theater do you, do you, when you were when you were young? And did you ever go to the theater? Yes, um,
2: I remember watching. Uh, Hook. When I was younger, oh my God. I loved uh, Hook. Peter Pan. That mm-hmm. was a that was a good one. So good,
0: um, Gosh, yeah.
1: So excellent. Robin Williams was the best. So na- the question, Jeff, that I have for you about Frozen Two is: <laughs> How many times did you go and see Frozen Two in the theater? Just one. I went four times. I went.
0: I went no times. That. Adrian, how many times have you seen Frozen Two? I've seen it no yes. times. I haven't seen Frozen Two yet. Oh boy.
1: During One during the days. pandemic <laughs> During the pandemic, Henley would watch about I'd let her watch like a third of the movie every day, and she would just always pick Frozen One. And then she would watch a third of the movie and the next day, the next bit, the next day, the next bit. And so we've been moving through Frozen 1 continuously for like my whole life. That's basically what it feels like.
2: Well, Frozen I only 8. saw it once in the theater, but it's been on in our living room many, many times. Let me tell you.
0: Someday I'll watch uh, yeah. Moana and Frozen Moana. 2. I don't know. Yeah, But uh, for now, I have no clue. I know The Rock's in it.
1: <laughs> Moana, I mean, not Frozen yeah, 2. Moana's is excellent. 2? Yeah. No, he's not. But let me tell you something. Moana's excellent. Excellent movie. Tina, I'm, is... Tina,
0: what are you doing up? Seriously, I don't know why Tina's still awake. But uh, thank you for being with us. Tina, Tina lives in Scotland, so it's uh, it's it's past everyone's wow. bedtime. I'm just gonna say. Thank you. Thank you very much again, Jeff, for being on the show. Um, that's, that's pretty much it for this week. Adrian, any final, any final thoughts?
1: No, I just like to say thank you very much, Jeff, for being on the show. It means a lot to be able to talk about this kind of thing. And, um, yeah, thank you so much.
2: Listen, I appreciate it. And, and thank you for having the conversation. Like I say, this is, this is awesome. I think that, um, you know, I hope it'll reach many people. Um, this we all need each other, right? I so. mean,
0: us too, because we need uh, YouTube subscribers. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's I will very selfish. Home. It's very selfish, but that's that's why we're hoping. I mean, sure, we're hoping that people get help with their mental health issues, but also Adrian's Subscribe. like, what a what an idiot. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's it for
1: this week. We were show. doing so well, Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how i ruin everything you're an animal uh, jason animal. We'll be back next week we'll we'll talk about more movie stuff uh and what's going on in the film world um but uh until next time dream big work hard <laughs> we gotta fix inter- adrian's internet see you everybody
1: work hard work hard work hard really hope you enjoyed the show wherever
0: you watched or listened please leave us a comment or a review we really want to hear from you share the show with a friend you know they'll love us head over to our website thefableforest.com there's all kinds of great stuff poke around check it out see you all again in a couple weeks